We're back to the warehouse for the second ball and play tournament. Wow. Let's talk crits ball. Welcome to the Blitzball Boys, the podcast about ball sports in the warehouse, but lately about crits ball. I'm your co-host, Brennan Ruppel, along with my fellow host, Peter Del Rey. Hey, Brendan. Hey. We're back. In we're, the warehouse. Uh, we're recording live from the, the warehouse. Most We're in the warehouse. Um, recording from the warehouse. Someone in left Jersey the door City. open. They left it open. How could they? Um, my cat's here. And Harry the cat's we, here. We watched probably the most exciting to, thing that the warehouse games has ever put out. Yeah, I, it's nuts. I, it was so great because there was obviously so much. There's always action in ball and play, but there was just there was unexpected action. Right. Really. Good I've stuff. been thinking about this. All day since I've watched it. I think if at the end the last two teams were flipped, then I would have expected what happened to happen. But just because right. they weren't, I, I did not. I was like, wow, that's it. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And the, uh, the main character by the crazy. end of the game was just wacky. Yeah. Wacky, wacky. Like you said, I mean, kind of that same vein. If, if <laughs> yeah, if uh, Jack was up there throwing dot balls to finish the game. Makes sense, right. but it makes it you so much more exciting it. that the guy himself who ended the game was it looked almost just as surprised <laughs> to be coming out on top. Yeah, but we got another really nice scream at the oh. end. I loved it. I loved it. But, I think that's what made the game for me. The, the screams. The screams. The screams. But um, how about instead of you know trying to tiptoe around it, you want to just get into the burn? Let's burn it, baby. Boyne. Well, it's the first semifinal matchup with offensive juggernaut Pinstripe Strong taking on defensive wizard. We got ice. You're a defensive wizard, Harry. Pinstripe starts off with a 50 on the board, putting them in a decent position, but feels like an underperformance for this team, much like me in my college dorm room. We got ice answers to more or less match Pinstripe Strong, then uh-oh. We got ice holds them to 35 in the second inning. Ice only needs 33 runs and 18 balls to chase down Pinstripe and win. But with ice in his veins, here comes Joe's down the lanes, bowling his way to victory. With back-to-back -back dot balls, Joe saves the season of Pinstripe Strong and holds on to this one, 85-82. to 82. Wow, 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 wow. They did it. They did, did it. you say you're a defensive wizard, Harry, just because Harry's our third co-host today? That's exactly why. was why. that always written? That was, <laughs> it was always written, but it worked out really well for her. <laughs> it really worked out. Harry's my cat. Uh, he's literally if if you could see the video he's he literally a wizard in the frame literally a wizard uh fantastic game as we've said over and over uh you saw for the first time it, it's kind of weird to say it's like oh yeah pinstripe strong really didn't do that good they got almost entirely fours in the first over of the game um and then they they still put up 85 which is nuts because it's yeah. like, wow, bad game for Pinstripe, only 85 right. runs. Yeah, you can't, you can't expect them to always break 100. Crazy. I mean, you can't always expect it, but that's still averaging, like, what? 42 and a half runs per inning? Insane. Yeah. I mean, once Absolutely in a while, you're going to run insane. into somebody that pitches you well. I wonder if that's what was going on, if they're being pitched well. Or if uh, Lou, in particular, was just like a little bit off his swing, maybe, or timing was different. But I, I'm sure, knowing that these... this team we got ice i could see jack if anyone trying to figure out some way to 
strategize the pitching game, which is the hardest thing to really strategize. Yeah, I mean, for We Got Ice, it's kind of, it was almost like Obus said, hey, Jack, you had an amazing pitching performance last time. My turn. Yeah. Um, and I guess I'll address it now. There was a little bit of controversy with Obus pitching mm-hmm. where they were saying, hey, watch the curve, watch the curve. Um, I didn't see anything that looked too egregious, yeah. at least. Yeah, nothing as it dramatic like as just, Rusty's. Yeah, everything just looked like normal deliveries. I w- I'm sure, um, like, in person, maybe it's, it's more obvious. Especially, like, for the, the audience like, or the players, like, that back wall of right. people in the bleachers is probably so much easier to see if there is movement on there. Um, but it has to be really egregious for the audience uh, right. on the computer to see. Right. Uh, so, so we'll talk about it. Obis had an amazing, did an amazing job. I think he, you know, two over, or four overs, right? 40 runs allowed. Crazy. He had two golden bowlers. And wow. He had two golden bowlers. He had two overs that he bowled where he only let up seven runs. Yeah, it's nuts. Which, which was, I mean, that was the end of that first over, or the end of the first inning. Obis lets up the two, the seven, and you're like, oh, my God. At least it's over now, so they have time to, like, get out of this funk. But then they come back. First over of the second inning, they only get ten runs. Yeah, that's tough. When and you, it's like, when oh, When you see a team of get ten runs only, like, oh, boy. Because yeah. they, they got out hit in the first inning. So like, all right, here they go. This is where they throw up 65, 70 right, right. now. This is where they throw up. This is where they throw um, up on themselves. But it's like, then they came, come into the second. Oh, they get 10 first over of the second. Then they get 20 and it's like, okay, are they back? Or I'm sorry, not, uh, not 20. He get they got 16. It's like, okay, it looks like they're like coming they're back. Starting but then they get seven get again. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, shit. They're going into the bottom um, of the second with We Got Ice only needing 33 runs to win. And, like, we've talked about this before. 33 runs. When, in that first game we watched, it was like, wow, 33 runs. That's so incredible. How would they yeah. put that up? That's nuts. And then it, at this point where everybody's, like, kind of used to the game, mm-hmm. It's like 33 runs is not like That's not going to do it. Yeah, especially like yeah. We, we Get Ice isn't like fully known for their offense, but they can easily put up, they can put up, a, they just did, they just put up 53. So if they just repeat their performance, they would finish the chase within like an over and a half. Exactly. You know. So then, I mean, like we're going to skip the talk of the entire first inning because it was, the only thing I will say is like, it was weird that a 50 run first inning felt Underwhelming. Yeah, and I was, I was glad you wrote that strong. down too because I felt the exact same way. Yeah, uh, way we were on the same page. Especially just Lou has been throwing up fifties all tournament long. I mean, yeah. And then what was up? Twice, when but still, Jack caught Lou's pop up, um, and nobody really reacted. It was kind of like a cool routine play, nice. And it's like, guys, you just got out. You just got the most dangerous hitter in the game out. Yeah, I, I guess it's not. It was it was more intense in the second inning because then he's out for the game. We're now like, okay, well, he can still come back. And if they start really hitting and then they get Lou back at the, at the plate, then he can just kind of take over the game. But yeah, it, it still should have been a bigger deal, though. I agree with you. It, it should have been. It was an underwhelming game for Lou, which is crazy to say because right. he still scored 32 off of hits. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I was noticing even he, in the beginning of the of the game, like he wasn't fully like, – he, he definitely had some some strong, strong hits against the wall. <clears throat> but he wasn't right. lifting anything like he usually does. He, he'll usually have 
like a pretty even mix of sixes and fours. Uh, and a lot of his fours in the first inning were just kind of hard ground balls that just found a hole. Right. And I mean, he, Lou even did a, he did a pretty good job. Um, what's going on here? Sorry. I'm trying to do something. Um, he did a pretty good job bowling as well. I mean, he yeah. bowled two overs, only let up 15 and a half on average. So he did a pretty good job bowling. Yeah, kept held his own. Exactly. Like, uh, but it felt like a weirdly like non-Lou game for him. Yeah, yeah. Fine. I think you could see his frustration a little bit, especially his domain is at the plate, and he right. he was he wasn't bad. He was probably still like a, a good striker for, for right. this tournament. But Lou is just like our expectations for him are so high. Right, and then you see like you know, second half of the first inning, we got Ices carrying on the fact that they woke up in their last game and they put up 53, and you're thinking to yourself, holy shit, we got Ice just put up 53? Like, yeah. they're the defensive team. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I still wasn't that worried second. at that point because I'm like, well, now, obviously, Pinstripe will shake off the cobwebs and then put up an absurd number. And that's going to be the end of it. Yeah. And it was like, then you go into the second inning, and it's like, first over, Obis gets four dots in a row, which is insane. Yeah. Uh, you know, he gives up ten, but it's just because Lou gets a four and a six. And then it's like, okay, next uh, over, Jack is on the mound, so you're expecting low runs to be scored, and Shelfie just absolutely goes off. It's get yeah. get 16 by himself. Um, then it's the bottom again, and then Obis again, just like dominating, and you know Zoe and Jack are diving all over the field to take away what would be fours right. and only allow one to score. And, and, and what know, like sort of does add up is all the times that Jack and Zoe are blocking the ball from hitting the wall, and to a point where they, they get control of it quickly enough where the other team's even afraid to get one. So they're turning right. these balls in play to dot balls <gasps> instead of ones. Yeah, I said it. I said it. You said title. it. But it, I you think it. It, that's important because there are so many instances of dot balls on things that could have easily have been ones. I mean, right. I, sometimes I guess I understand you don't want to always risk the wicket. Uh, but I think at certain, some points where it's like, we haven't had a wicket yet. It's like midway through the second over. We could probably risk one. Um, but I, maybe it's, I guess I understand it's also not worth it because you could just come up there and knowing the team that you are, you're better off saving it for hopefully getting a four or a six after the fact. But uh, it's right. just really huge. I haven't, we haven't given enough props yet to the defense of those two back there. Right. Then, you know, you have Shelfie get injured in this one. So then it's like, oh, my God, you, you know, pressure's on Justin and Lou to not throw any no balls because then Joe's has to pitch. Um, right. And we know he, like, in past tournaments, other sports, just struggled ha- with pressure has a hard time just hitting the zone and that this entire sport is based around just getting in the zone which could be either make it easier for you because you don't have to worry about keeping it away from them or like being cute you just have to get it over right. or it could make it more difficult because it's a mental thing of like i'm closer it's easier to throw it at the ma- at the strike zone but it, it's freaking me out that it should be easy and maybe it's not right it should be and then you see it for right Immediately, Justin throws a no ball. 
Immediately. First yeah, thing. Right. No vaults for Justin to start. Okay, Justin can't be Golden Boulder. We still have Lou. Right? Justin then goes on to pitch a great over, to bowl a great over, where he only allows, I think, eight runs. Um, then you got Lou coming in. It's like, oh, Lou did really, really well last game, right? Um, and then Lou does, you know, decently well again, except, you know, he gives up four runs off of no balls, nine runs off of, uh, nine runs off of hits, and you're just sitting here thinking like there really hasn't been that many boundaries so far. There's only yeah. been the two, I think. Who it was the, the strikers were, Obus and Zoe at this point, right? It was. And, Obus and that's and how, was it? It was pretty much the start of this inning. Zoe was like, "We need to. I need to try and get out." But he Obus wanted to stay up there. Zoe wanted to just put Zach uh, Jack in for himself, right? And it was it was. Um, so I, th- I guess that pinch must have picked up on this and was trying not to wicket him. Um, yeah, and, and I guess they didn't I mean, want to fully intentionally wicket, but I, I don't see why you don't just like stand in the middle and just let them right. get you out, which I guess eventually they kind of did. Right. I mean, you saw in my, my notes. Once it got to the third over, we got ice needed to score twelve runs to win the game, and yeah. you saw in in my. Uh, you saw in my notes. I had like a countdown. Every line, it was like yes. they need twelve. No ball. They need 11. Uh, Obis gets a one. Ten runs to go. Another one. Nine runs to go. Popped right. up for just one. Eight runs. And then hit, Obis hits a four. Uh, in the, four in runs the, to go. The runs per ball you need gets significantly higher each time you only get one. Exactly. Exactly. And then it's like Obis gets dotted on the second to last good ball. And you're there like if Joe's can keep this from being a boundary and then you know get up and over to a wicket with the ball before they score four times yeah like pinstripe wins the game my heart was absolutely racing for that (laughs) final ball you know joe's throws it in Obis like tips it, pops up, and then like yeah, God was on their side. Such a roller coaster of emotions from the swing, <laughs> then to the ball hitting the strike zone. Right, because you, you see him swing like, sprints. oh, they got like guys, you got to free because <laughs> they're so close now. Where if they start throwing it around, and they're like, say, say that ball drops, which right. is what they're thinking it's going to do, because there's no way you can see the trajectory of that ball and know it's going to hit the strike zone. You are running and trying to play the play the field now. There's a chance that like if you guys don't field well. They could just keep running on you and tie the game with their feet. So you are right. all freaking out with how close this game is. And then exactly. as the ball starts to come down, you're like, wait a second. <laughs> and then it touches. Yeah. You're like, holy shit, that's it. That's well, I it. mean, like, Pinstripe Strong also took away the wicket keeper at this point, which is like, good move because you need to block a boundary. Yes. But it goes up and behind, and you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, um, this is such a crazy scenario because, like, what if the ball gets stuck? It goes behind, it gets stuck under the bleachers. Yeah. They could easily score four. Well, yeah. So picture, picture um, this. So it's Obis is it's big. eighty-five to eighty-two. The ball misses the strike zone. They already right. pretty much have one because Joe's meets the batter at the same time. The batter right. meet, goes there when he gets the ball. There's one. They're gonna obviously gonna keep running as fast as they fucking can. Exactly. Um, if it, if it trickles away from like more to the corners. Joe's now has to throw it from where he is to the strike zone. Say that throw misses, that becomes runs two and three right there. Right. Game time. Exactly. And that ties it. So you even saw it. Obis tipped it up. On contact, Joe's is sprinting 
towards the yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Plate. which makes his moment that much better because he's running for the ball, and then yeah. once he realizes what happens, is like already full stride for his big celebration. Right, and then like I said, God must have been on their side because the ball landed perfectly right on the top of the middle of the strike zone. <laughs> yeah. For the dot ball, this seemingly um, unattainable win, this seemingly impossible win for Pinstripe Strong is like cemented, and you you say, "Oh my God, what a semifinal that was!" It, you're, you know, my I texted you about this. We said this last episode. We try we try not to like text each other our reactions because we save it for the pod, right? But like, keep it I texted general. you. I said. I stopped watching this an hour ago, and my heart is still racing. Yeah, and that was the it's case. Not... Like an hour after that, it was just like incredible. I was text. I was um, I had DM'd um Nate. Nate, um, right? Umpire Nate. Umpire Nate. And I was, you know, a general cricket question because I was like, I was trying to read the score and. I was trying to back things into whatever and but whatever I was looking at had the stats wrong so that's unimportant. Um I was talking to Nate about it and that and yesterday I had to work late. Uh and he yeah, Peter like, had to work DM'd from 9 to 11:30 yesterday. To work from 9, 9 a.m. to 11:30. Um <laughs> weird hours. So like he I, he wrote to me on Twitter after like our conversation was over and he was like, oh man, have you seen, like, did you watch the game yet? This was around 7.30-ish. He goes, did you watch the game yet? I said, no, I'm still at work. I'm, I'm going to watch it tomorrow morning. And he was like, all I want to say is... Is that Pitch is Strong like, wins and Joe's gets the final out. Yeah, he said, it's crazy. <laughs> they bear, they don't, they have 33 runs in the bottom. And I was like, oh, Nate, no, please. <laughs> please, stop it. <laughs> Um, he said something along the lines, I could scroll through it and get you exactly what he said, but, uh, he said something along the lines of like, I wanted to make sure that this game I was watching live and I was like, oh man, I need to make sure yeah. that I watch this, like pay extra close attention to this one. So you sat down and watched um, it and you were like. Yawn. I sat down, watched it, was playing on my phone, kind of wasn't really yeah. paying attention. I will say this, though. Um, he said, this is the game I made sure I could watch live. You're going to love it. And I did. Thanks, Nate. Um, I will say this. I was kind of disappointed about this. Uh, I went on Twitter last night when I got home because you know, completely unrelated to the pod. It's transfer season in the soccer world, and I was, like, trying to keep up with transfers that were happening in Europe, transfers that were happening in MLS for, like, my favorite team. Um, and, like, first thing that pops up on Twitter. Like, you know, when you refresh and it goes to yeah. the top. First thing was, like, Joe's entering the final over. Uh, and it was a picture of Mariano Rivera. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I really hope that this is, like, this was posted before the end of right. the game like just him entering as i know you just like oh. paint a little picture in your head and they could just hope that it's not yeah. gonna spoil anything they're there sometimes I, they are relentless with with spoilers and with this tournament i, I had to, i'm on joe's um discord channel and 
during Blitzball Battle 3, I had to mute the Discord channel because I just got updates after the game where he hit oh. the home run off Jimmy to walk him off. It was just like, Joe, I can't. I knew you were going to hit that fucking right, right, home right. run and win the game. And I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. People are unreliable. <laughs> right. Um, but this one I was actually – I was successfully able to convince myself like, oh, this guy like posted this before – the end of the game it was just like right. joe's entering felt like a mariano rivera moment yeah um that's like i I, I i'm a famous weirdo with yankees baseball where if i know i can't be around for like like a play a big game or a playoff game even i will record it and watch it after it's already been finished which in the day the age of the internet is from what i've been told it's an insane thing to do but i'll watch right. it and just go in fully blind and there's definitely been some yeah. text messages that ruin it for me uh now my You're friends welcome. seem to know. Are you? Have you been He's one of them? My dad's been it one was of them too. Definitely me before, <laughs> because I've gotten three. I don't people. know that you're not watching, because there have been times where it was like Yankees, Red Sox, and I was like, Brendan's clearly watching this one right now, right? And then it's just, you were just like, I'm actually out at a bar with Nicole and her friends, and uh, I can't watch. So thank you. <laughs> I, you know that, that makes sense because I feel like in, the, in like recent memory, you've been very careful. But like, Brendan, did you record this one tonight? Or are you watching now? Yeah, yeah, that's because that's what you just learned to do. But I mean, like, it's not like I was going on there looking up ball and play things. I was fully going on there, like, and I was going to go in there and type in, like, this is soccer Twitter names, but like Fabrizio yeah. Romano, because he's the insider for soccer. And the it's algorithm just, fucked you. it just happened. That was the first one. And I was yeah. just like, oh, man. I mean, luckily for me, this year, it, there's no need to record any Yankee games and watch later on. <gasps> Well, because you know the result already? Because <laughs> I know they'll get one hit, <laughs> and that's going to be the entire day. <laughs> It'll be glaber. Oh, J-Mo almost threw a perfect game against us. That's cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, anyway, but, but this is a it's, it's a classic. The The one thing I'll say about this, like the, the layout and the structure of this game and how it laid out, yeah, it, just, it, it was such a special one because we haven't seen a game where – so these are the, the two versions of games we've seen so far for the most part – is one yeah. team will way outscore the other and then the chase is impossible or one team won't fully outscore them enough and the chase is super easy. Right. Um, and this was neither. This was this was absolutely neither. It was I wasn't ex- like we said at the beginning in a little less cryptic terms now. Yeah. If everything was reversed and it was the final over and you had Jack or Obis on the mound bowling against Pinstripe Strong and you told me, like, oh, my God, they protected a 33-run um, lead in the final inning without getting all three wickets. Like, all 18 balls were bold. Yeah. I would have believed it a lot more than you saying pinstripe strong held We Got Ice, especially because We Got Ice put up 53 in the first inning. In the last game, their bats absolutely, like, they showed that they could do it. Yeah. You know, it may not have been the highest scoring game in the world, but it also didn't need to be. Yeah. Um, that makes sense because, like, Pinstripe Strong felt like their bats were lacking compared to their usual striker days. Right. Uh, but where, where yeah. We Got Ice started and they looked better than usual. So to go from better than usual to then flat is strange where Pinstripe went from, like, flat to flatter. Well, um, perfect example, right? We talked last time about how I like made this run scored per balls fielded thing or per balls faced. Yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't take into account uh no balls. It's run scored on no balls, mm-hmm. right? Uh 
Lou dropped from first to fourth. Lou had like 3.47 runs scored to, per balls faced. In this one, 2.96. Yeah. He had a lot. Oh, and this is something else I want to talk about. He had a lot of no balls or dot balls thrown against him. He had six dot balls thrown against him. In this one game, wow. You know, in this one game, Damn. six dot balls. And they, the Pinstripe Strong had 14 thrown against them in total. And this is kind I think there, of there's a, a stretch, I think, against him where Obis had maybe three in a row against him. So Four in a row. Wow. Four in a row. Um, but, like, you see this, it's kind of becoming a theme for Pinstripe Strong where they get a lot of dot balls thrown against them, mm-hmm. but they it's like, doesn't fucking matter. Lou put up five four-run yeah. boundaries in the first fucking over. Yeah. Five balls in, Lou has 20 runs. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I, th- I think that's one of the things I, if, if I was... The coach, which we know I'm not. I'm, I'm one of many coaches coach. for Hookline Sinkers and Blitzball Battle. The coach, exactly. I'm a coach of a coach, but um, coach of a coach. I think I think I would ask them to maybe on pop ups that, that are, like are hard ground balls that don't hit the wall. Anything that's not a boundary, I would like them to, if it's easy enough, if it's if it's possible to just get the one run. Because I think in the past, what helps them is having that constant dynamic nature and like, all right, Lou gets up. Hits a four, or or when they switch, I think having the like Shelfie come up, and then if someone gets wicketed out, then Joe's comes up. I think having that sort of the turnover of strikers helps them stay a more fluid offense. Where I, I think it looks like Lou was trying to stay up there to try and find it, where maybe just right. like an at bat away from the strike zone, like taking one off and coming back to it afterwards, might have helped their. Uh, their groove a little bit. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense at all. I, I don't know if that's true from other games, but it felt like right. him being too careful and not trying to get wicketed or just stay on, at the plate maybe with a little bit of his uh, his downfall. Right. Well, I mean, to be fair, uh, in that stretch where he got wicketed or dotted four times in a row, he did, like, hit the ball. He just hit it straight back at Obis, who, like, knocked it down yeah, yeah. and prevented people from running. Yeah, it's, he's still easy. He's still hitting the ball hard, for sure. It's not in the air as much. It was just, it was a very unusual game. Not what I expected. Best game I've ever seen. Um, Lou got dotted a lot. Pinstripe gets dotted a lot. It's crazy. Pinstripe gets dotted so much. And it, it seems to just like not matter at all. Right. Like, uh, let's see. Stats for batters. Dot balls. Pinstripe strong in this tournament has 26 dot balls thrown against them mm-hmm. in three games. Yeah, it's almost, maybe, almost that, maybe that is the, 10 per game. Their play is to kind of play, it's just play under safe nine per and. Game not get, get it out on a ground ball or a pop-up and just stay at the yeah. plate. I mean... That's, that's probably half their dot balls. Probably. I mean, uh, the next closest looks to be... Holy shit. Uh, the next closest is... Rot... Or We Got Ice with 22. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about four more in this game alone? And it's just like... The average score between the two teams is like insane yeah much different much much different much much different um but even though it seemed so unusual i think the more unusual thing is for 90 percent of this game i was expecting we got ice to win yeah like after that first over where where um Lou just hit 20 on his own. I think it was 21 runs after the first or 24 
23 runs after the first over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, wow, yep. So, pinstripe wins. But then you have uh, Obis come in and just decimate them uh, for the next over with the seven runs. Or was it 16 and then seven? Like, it's just like, oh, well, they'll, they'll pick themselves up. And then they just didn't. Yeah. I I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, we got ice puts up the 53. Then they, like, hold um, pinstripe to 35. And I go, oh, my goodness. They're going to – we got ice going to win this game. It went from a sneaking suspicion to – no, like yeah, confirmed. we saw how good they were last game. Yeah. And they could definitely turn that back on. Because at this point, all they have to do is shut Pinstripe down. Mm-hmm. And we we saw them do it. Crazy. Do you have anything else to say, or do you want to go into the awards? Let's hit the awards, baby. Player of the game. Player of the game. I have player. Peter has and player. Peter has player. I'm going to pass it off to Harry. What do you think, um, Harry? What do you think, Harry? Oh, he's shy. Oh. Um, I'm going to say, pretty easy, it's Joe's. He yeah. comes in in a dire situation where you're seeing... I don't have like the actual number in front of me, but... I'm just going to guess where, that every over averages about 17 to 20 runs. Sure. That sounds better. And you come into it, and We Got Ice needs 12 to win, and it's Joe's who's you know famously not a great pitcher yeah. or bowler. Um, and I'm like, well, this is it. Goes in there and absolutely decimates. <laughs> he allows only one boundary. Uh, earns a wicket, two dot balls to end it is nuts. He he went in there under pressure, got the win for his team, had two great screams, which, as we know, screams gets you player Pumped of the up. game. Yeah. It gets you player of the game in this tournament. Um, so, Joe's gets it. It was an easy, easy decision. Joe's was... <laughs> let's. I'm going to be out of here. Joe's, if you're listening to this, I'm really sorry. Awful. At the plate. Striking <laughs> off. One run off of three balls. I mean, I know he has the two runs scored off of no balls, but one run on a hit off of three balls face, awful. Yeah. But just coming in under that absolute pressure situation where it's essentially everyone and their mother is thinking pinstripe lost. It's just a matter of how many balls Joe's gets to throw. Because right. very easily it could have been two balls, two sixes, game over. Instead, he went all six and did not allow the 12 runs to be scored to be the hero of this game. Yeah. I think I was not the only one who wrote Pinstripe off going into that last over. I so, agree. So he wins easy player of the game. He wins. Well, I'm just going to get to the next award because I'm going to talk about the same guy. Play of the game. Play of the game. <laughs> the play of the game is Joe's final dot ball. I don't think he expected it. None of us did. Obus didn't. It was it was a wild time for everyone in the warehouse. I would have loved to have been there. I mean, it's, it was essentially like he was a closer, like you saw on Twitter, Peter. Uh, that got put, in, got put dead into... Yes, dead over specialist. Death. He Death got uh, put I into got a bases loaded no out situation with a one-run lead. 
and yeah, that was that throwing was a it. ball that's chock full of milk. Chock full, and that's the that's the thing we don't think about. Uh, it, it was yeah, it was something else. I, I you love to see that raw emotion. That's what really made this to play the game, and because it was obviously the most impactful, the most surprising. It was it was everything. There's a lot of things that came before this that were also very important, but obviously this is right. the most important. At the end of the game with the tiniest, tiniest little buffer between the two teams. Uh, the closest game we have seen that wasn't won by a single run on a chase. Yeah. In, like, edge of your seat, I wasn't exaggerating when I was saying that my heart was pounding for two hours afterwards. Um, yeah, Peter, Peter texted me that, and then I texted him, I was sitting here laughing maniacally. <laughs> That's how I deal with things like that. <laughs> I was literally just like in shock and laughing. And Nicole, uh, fiance of the pod, was beh- the pod. behind me. Like, oh, is it? I know it's funny sometimes, but it sounds like an stop. intense moment, and you're <laughs> just cracking up. It's like I, I don't know. It was. It was like when someone dies and you don't know what else to do, so you laugh. Mm-mm-mm. Similar to that, mm-hmm. right? I don't. Don't know about that one, but <laughs> it's just like 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 awkward laughter, like when you're. Just, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> don't know everybody can relate. Um, but yeah, everybody can relate. Everybody knows that. Uh, I'm trying to find where I was texting. Yeah, you just said I, I was, and then I texted you this, and I want to know if people still listen to this podcast. They don't. I want to know. Oh, that wasn't the question. Okay. Do do you think that Joe's getting the dot ball against? Obus to win the game was a bigger moment than Joseph's first strikeout. I have oh, a feeling yeah. a lot of people are going to say no, but to me yeah, personally, no, I, I feel like I think it is. Maybe I think it is because maybe. that moment just felt bigger in Blitzball because it was highly anticipated. But I right. think it was more expected. Where this was a fully unexpected moment, um, which to me makes it bigger. I think he would say he was more excited about it. Cause I think we, we, when we talked to him about it too, he's like, "Yeah, I, I didn't think anybody would go nuts." Um, yeah. But he went fucking nuts for this one, so I think he would probably agree with us that this is a big. He went moment. nuts. The people behind the, the my favorite view was when they showed the replay and they showed. I think it was like Panic and Jolly like stood up and just started <laughs> pointing at the uh, uh, at the zone, being the, the like, pa- "It hit it, hit it." The Panic, the Panic and Jolly reactions all game long were so funny. Just the oh. the wide eyes at some. I forget which moment that was. Maybe it was like the previous dot ball of them just. Both I think being it was like, Lou getting shit. wicked. Oh, maybe. Um, cause I know it was Lou cause I saw the still on Twitter and it uh-huh. was Lou's head. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was incredible. incredible. Uh, I reached out. I, when I was, after I watched it, I reached back out to Nate and I said, I need to ask this question cause we're, Oh, spoiler alert. We are planning on having Nate on after the tournament to like talk about behind the scenes and officiating and all that. Um, I reached out to him and uh, like I was trying not to get too much out of him because I'm saving it for when we talk to him. Uh, but I was like, I need to know how much did you or the cricket guys like know about Joe's pitching struggles and like how much this really was. He was like, I knew about it, mm-hmm. but the cricket guys, I'm pretty sure had no idea. Right, because they're like the nether wondering about what the buzz is about, like. Oh, everyone's like, oh, here comes Joe's. What's going to happen? Right. And they're probably just like, what's well, just another guy? All you have to do is fucking throw it straight. Right. <laughs> they don't it, know. It was, it was kind of nuts. Obis was so nuts. I like just keep thinking about how good Obis was on the mound. His bowling was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, but, he, had, uh, he had a plan up there. I digress. Let's get into the most prestigious award of the show. 
Everybody knows what it is. Mm. It is the BBD Memorial Defensive Player of the Game. BBD, BBD. Oh, taps. Nice. Yeah. So, we... I think this is one of the first times where I want to... Shout out the people who lost. <laughs> we went. This was the first time, I think, that I did not have a clear defensive player of the game coming into it. I think you could have made an argument for three people. Um, uh, Justin, you could make an argument for Justin. Mm-hmm. Because Justin, when he was bowling, did a lot of, you know, it, it wasn't crazy plays that get a lot of attention where... Like, oh, a diving stop, or oh, he saved the boundary. When he was bowling, he had a couple times where he just like took a step to the right and kept the ball in front of him. Or, yeah. you know, just, just knocked the ball straight down instead of letting it ricochet into the corner, yeah. like we've seen so many bowlers do in this tournament. Uh, I thought that was really good defensive play. Jack as well. Jack Doyle. Um, he did a great job just keeping the ball in front of him. He caught a wicket. Um, you know, he made a diving play to save a boundary. Uh, but I think that really... Oh, no. We decided on Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I just I was going to say, I think it should be Zoe. But I said, no, no, no. We, <laughs> no, did, no, we no. gave it to Zoe last time. Jack wins this week. Jack wins but this it should week. also be... But Zoe should also be shouted out because Zoe makes yes. incredible defensive plays as well. You know, yeah, saving boundaries. It's Zoe's fault for just doing it too much where we can't give it to him all the time. Yeah, exactly. Zoe, you're too good. We can't give it to you all the time. You may get Defensive Player of the Year, but you're not getting it this game. Yeah, this game. Um, But, you know, there was, I think, one play or two plays where I was like, wow, another four for Pinstripe. And then they show the slow-mo, and it's like Zoe just got in the way to block the boundary. Yeah, good reaction. Which was incredible. But Jack was incredible as well. Jack was throwing himself all over the place. He was making saves. He was... Catching the ball clean so it didn't bounce away from him too much. And Obis was doing this too. Um, but I think Obis's bowling was fully overshadowing his defense. Yeah. Yeah. Which could be one and the same. But um, Can be sometimes. I think Jack really deserves this award today. Jack did an amazing job uh, playing defensively. I mean, this is what we've come to expect from We Got Ice. Yeah. I just, before we head out of here i just i want to have a give an honorable mention to just more so the strategy honorable mention thank you uh welcome. i i noticed maybe other people are doing it too but i noticed lou do this more than anyone else uh he would pitch the ball and immediately get like really close he would almost play like rizzo's bunting game where he gets like in the fucking batter's face and he started getting really close on the pull side of all the batters to kind of cut off an angle and I thought that was really interesting, and I, I wonder if we're going to start seeing people do that more because it, it it worked a couple of times too. It it just makes it so much harder if, if it just hits them square in the face or the body. You're saving runs. Um, so I, I noticed that midway through the game, maybe in like the second inning when he was he was bowling. I thought that was uh, I don't know if he's been doing that the whole tournament, and I just picked up on it. But I I like it. So what what was it? One more time. He trying he'll to throw the ball immediately, and then he'll yeah. walk like five steps closer to the batter and a little bit to the right if they're ready to like oh. cut off the angle that like the batter's most likely to hit it if he hits it on the ground or even if it's I a line drive it might that. just it might just hit Lou square in the chest or face and it'll block he just like just putting his body on the line even more yeah. so than the Maybe guys I'll in the rewatch. back 
I'll rewatch the game because I didn't notice that at all. Yeah, I don't know if he started doing the second inning or if he's been doing all tournament, but I, that's when I noticed it. I was like, holy shit, like he's really going. It, it was like I said, like it was very similar to the way Rizzo plays bunts. Yeah. You know what Nate was telling me as well? Because we had like a conversation about actual cricket too. Because I, I asked him, I was like, you getting there for any for any hits? And he was like, yeah, but it was like weird. He's like, I played college baseball, but uh, I've been playing cricket for so long now that uh, he was like, in cricket, you have to, you want to try to get the ball in line with your head when you hit it. Mm. And in blitz ball it's obvious that's obviously not the case you want right. he's like so somebody like lou who like can hit all these outside pitches is super impressive to him and i'm, I'm like wondering because we talked about this at the beginning with aaron jones had a struggle to start with the bat and everybody every all the pros really had a struggle to start with the bat besides rusty um or was it rusty i think rusty was, turned it on in the middle of the tournament too some one of the pros like got it right away. I forget which one it was, but I'm pretty sure one of the pros got it immediately. Yeah, and uh, maybe this is why because they have to switch that mindset of get your head in front of the ball and then hit, and that's also why maybe Jay was like standing in the middle of the the zone at yeah. his first one. Yeah. So it's so interesting to think about all of this stuff, and yeah, I can't wait to talk to Nate for real. To like get the full scoop, right? To understand this this crazy sport a little more, a little bit more. This kooky crazy this sport. Crazy. I don't understand anything. This is sport the kooky crazy. Kooky crazy. Right, Harry. But great game. Good job, Pinstripe. Great game. See you in the finals. Great game. Good job, Peter. So see you oh. in the finals. Wow. We're skipping the other. We're skipping the other one. No, you could do it. I just won't be oh, here. Okay. I'll do it by myself. Yeah. You could do an impression of me. Hey, it's half. me, Brandon. <laughs> I poop my pants again. I poop my pants. It's me, Brandon Ruppel. <laughs> That's the worst <laughs> thing you could ever say about me. What? Brandon Ruppel. Brandon. It's me, guys. Brandon Ruppel. Oh, making me seethe. Peter, anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> nope. See Bye-bye. ya.